0: You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. We talk sports because we know sports. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Doc Holiday. Welcome to another edition. We didn't want in a long time. Another edition of the run pass option with pro football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce, because we had another run pass option since Ike been a pro football Hall of Famer, but you was, now you was it's one. True. You just wasn't inducted yet. You know what I'm saying? And me, I am Doc Holiday. Ike B, what up, brother?
1: Hey, man, everything's good, man. Doc, I was going to say that uh, before you brought it out. You know, I haven't, we haven't done this show, the run pass option, since I've been inducted to the pro football hall of fame man so it feels good to be doing this show as a hall of famer so i'm, I'm glad we're back on it uh i think it's gonna be a great run this year man
0: yeah man i mean i, I want i wanted to take a break from the run pack you know i was boycotting this show i said hey, we're gonna boycott till <laughs> my guy get in the pro football hall of fame so here we go coincidentally you're in the pro football hall of fame and the most i brings it all around ike I, b bro hey now we know both of us are rams man it's super bowl Week, Super Bowl preparation right. week, bro. Yeah. You know who win the Super Bowl this year. We got Super Bowl 56. We got our Rams. I was a St. Louis Ram. You're an L.A. Ram and a St. Louis Ram, so you both. So you're L.A. Rams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But my Rams organization versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I we talked about this matchup, man. And we know how the Rams got here, bro. They just went all in, giving up first-round picks after first-round picks. Got Matthew Stafford in the offseason. Gave up two first round picks for him and our starting and their starting quarterback, the Rams starting quarterback, Jerry Goff to Detroit to bring him in. But uh the Bengals been sorry as hell, bro. Two and 14 just two years ago. Four, eleven, and one last year. They wasn't expected to be here, bro. We know how the Rams got here. How the hell did the Bengals get here, Ike B?
1: Well, you you know what, Doc? The Cincinnati Bengals, the nasty natty, like I like to call them. Um, they they they've done some things a little differently. I mean, this this team, this group, this year, it's eerily similar to my 1998 team in St. Louis, uh, the way we built the Super Bowl team the year before, and I think uh, Cincinnati went about the exact same way. You know, we see the the big huge splashes by the Los Angeles Rams as far as trades and free agent pickups. And things of that nature, it makes a huge splash because of the the market that they're in. But Cincinnati, they did the exact same thing, but with probably some lesser known players, but talented p- players as well. Uh, we we can start off in the draft. You draft Joe Burrow. I mean, he, he's had a phenomenal career thus far. I believe the guy uh, between college and pro- and professional football right now is undefeated in the postseason. So that's seven and zero right now. You add Jamar Chase, who is a phenomenal wide receiver, Doc. And I just think he's one of the better football players in the league right now. And he has two other guys that run with it, Boyd and Wiggins. So you have a group of guys, including the running back and Joe Mixon. And it's very similar. They were uh, 4-12, 4-11-1 last year. And now with the influx of the uh, the free agents from the defensive side, picking and choosing guys that are that were from other teams that had success, and they brought that mentality into Cincinnati. So what you have is a team that's ascending, dot and they're playing really, really good football. You mesh all that together, uh, huge wins on the road, and the postseason. They knock off the number one seed, Tennessee Titans, and then they turn around and knock off uh, a lot of other people, Super Bowl favorites, in the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Mahomes. So what do you have now you have a team that's that's ascending ready to go to the super bowl and keep asking the question why not us so here we are super bowl matchup and super bowl 56 versus the los angeles Rams and the cincinnati Bengals. who would have ever thought it
0: doc i damn sure wouldn't have thought it man especially when they were two and 14 a couple years ago then they were just a little better last year even though they got joe burrow man we knew what kind of quarterback he was and knew what kind of quarterback he is and i know you know, one of those uh, defensive free agents you talked about, man, bringing over Mike Hilton, man, uh, who played at Pittsburgh. He, I mean, he's playing some ball for yeah. Cincinnati. But then you look at, because I, I want to touch on, we know what everybody talk about the Rams, and not some people talk about the Bengals, but not everybody nationally. But you being a receiver, man, we talking about Joe Burrow. You had some high praise for Joe Burrow, man, on another show that we do. But then, not only that, the people he talked, he's throwing to you talked about Jamar Chase, yeah. rookie, bro. I mean, I think he led was almost second in, in, in reception receiving yards up there with Justin Jefferson and, and Cooper Cup, uh, Top of the NFL, man. Then T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, you talked about him and Joe Mixon. But talking about Chase, Isaac, you're a Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver, bro. Mm-hmm. Talk about how good Jamar Chase is, man. For this dude to be a rookie and just turning cats around like they're on a carousel, man. What makes him so good and so dangerous, bro?
1: Well, Doc, the last two years that he's been on the field, on the football field, he's been considered the best athlete, best wide receiver uh, in college. He ran through the SEC as far as, you know, his performance was being considered. I mean, you just look at what the SEC is known for. They're known for huge defensive linemen, guys who can pass rush. They're known for defensive backs, guys who can shut other guys down. And he just breezed through. We talk about his, what, what was it, his 2020 season or his 2019 season when LSU won the uh, national championship, he was phenomenal doc. And he was probably only a junior at that time. So um, for him to be doing what he's doing on this grand stage versus the defenses that he faces in the AFC North, where they are known for playing physical brand of football. I mean, he's just been, he's just been special, man. I mean, every time you look on sports centers uh, you know, Fox sports ones, he's leading it off by, by completing an 80 yard reception. And it's not only just throwing it over the top of the defense, but he's actually catching and running the football. So his yak game is, 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 is at an all time high right now. And here's the thing about it, doc, he's only going to get better. I feel like the chemistry between him and Joe Burrow is very similar to what we have in Los Angeles with Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup right now. So combinations, man. I mean, we call one the dinner guest. I guess, you know, Jamar chase can be, Jamar Chase can be the kitchen so he does a lot on the football field man
0: and I'd be right man I called Cooper Cup the dinner guest because he made it a point to go out with go out to dinner with Matthew Stafford and his family quite often in the off season man so they built up that chemistry but yeah uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow playing together in college man they're coming back playing together with the Cincinnati Bengals man and Uh, like I talk about, we 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 know what makes them so good, man. Because you got Burrow, and but we can't sleep on Joe Mixon as well, man. Big running back, man, over a thousand yards rushing, but just his toughness that he brings. He can, you know, pass protection. He's good at all of that. He can catch the Brock, and bro, we have spoken about it, man. That's that. If if the Rams have a weak spot, it's their rush defense because as good as Aaron Donald is on that on that defensive line, and Von Miller, bro, they are a little light in the ass and they do get moved out of the way. So that's something the Rams got to think about, man, because Joe Mixon is a dude that can really hurt you, bro. I mean, physically hurt you, then hurt you with his legs by getting gone from you. Well, Doug, I mean, the
1: Bengals are doing a lot of this without a top 10 offensive line. Let's be real. When you give up nine sacks in a postseason game to the Tennessee Titans, man, you can't be considered one of the top tier offensive lines in the National Football League. Now, as far as their running game is concerned, Doc, I think it's mostly mixing, man. I mean, you're a former running back. Yeah. Um, I, there aren't many holes there for this guy. So he has to really manufacture uh his running, his running attack. But, you know, the offensive line, all in all, I don't think it's the best offensive line. I think they they're they're not as strong as the at the uh tackle position as they want to be. And uh they can improve on the interior part of that line. But um, they've been getting it done, Doc. So you talk about a team of destiny versus, you know, the the bright lights in Los Angeles. Doc, I've seen stranger things happen. I'm a homer. I'm a Los Angeles Ram, and I'm in the Ram family. They call it Ram royalty. Yeah. But I've seen stranger things happen, Doc. So uh, I think Joe Mixon, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, and just that whole entire Cincinnati Bengals organization right now, they're flying high, man. And I've seen things like this really just roll all the way to a podium.
0: Now, you talk about that that Cincinnati Bengals offensive line being, not being that good. They better be ready for something because uh, uh Aaron Donald I'm going to get at that ass, bro, because them dudes do not play around, especially him. So whatever they got going on, they better try to figure it out, man, and try to come up with some kind of scheme. Now, we Rams, we've been talking about the Bengals. Okay, Cincinnati, you know, this is an objective show. So we've given right. y'all, y'all props. Now we got to flip to the other side, bro. We talked about how the Rams got here, bro. Sean McVay, Kevin Dimoff, the general manager, they was like, you know what, bro, we're going to go all in and win a Super Bowl because, you know, winning a Super Bowl gives you a certain something on your resume, you know, put something on your coattail. Now, they gambled by giving away all these first-round draft picks to get Jalen Ramsey, to get Jerry Goff, you know, just giving up all these picks to win now. So now they're here. Their gamble is almost paid off, but we know what makes the Rams – What makes the Rams so dangerous? We're going to talk about that. But as far as the Rams, everything they've given up to get here, do they have to win it? I say they have to win it in order for this whole experiment to be a success because just getting to the Super Bowl, cats don't want to hear that, bro, because you gave up too much.
1: Well, you know what, Doc? The next time it rolls around where you're building a team, Leslie Sneed or any other general manager, and you go to an owner and you say, listen, I wanna take this approach, I wanna mortgage our future and really just really take the horse that's going out and picking free agents, uh, going out and via trade and really building the football team. This game is the model that you present to that owner. So, um, you know, when it, when it's time to choose a path, which way you wanna build your team and you wanna get the owner in on board on it, you can show him this. After you win this football game, you can show him, listen, this is what the Rams did in 2020, uh, they built their team. They went all in for it. And uh, I think this is what we should do. I mean, I believe there could be guys who truly believe in building a team through the draft and really developing your own players and paying them a second time, a second contract. And then there are other guys like Sneed, the, the, the way he's taken, he's taken an approach of bringing in free agents. If there is a guy that's probably on his last contract, but he's a, a, a superstar somewhere else and doesn't expect this guy to resign with his team. Go ahead and, and and take a call or make a call and see if he's available to bring him into the fold. He's done that at a very high level, and it's all culminated into the Rams being in Super Bowl Fifty Six. And yeah, they got to win it, man. They got to win it. They got to they got to prove that this approach to building a football team works.
0: Yeah, and Kevin Dimoff, if you listening, man, your ass have, you have not gotten a promotion, bro. I was just I was just reading something about you, and I said, now let's need the GM. You just the chief operating officer. So, Kevin Dimoff, if you listening, your ass is not the GM, man. So I don't know something that you don't know, but yeah, we're talking about the Rams, man, and how the approach they've gotten here, and we know, and it's a it's a home game, you know, for them in their home stadium. Because it still maybe, you know, it, it's it's probably going to be equal in there, man. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. with ticket prices, you know, and, and NFL running the show, ain't like the Rams get more tickets than anybody else. But mm-hmm. just being on this stage, uh, but still, I mean, you know, even though it's, it's not technically a home game, but does that still give the Rams some kind of advantage, though, like be just playing at home, man, and playing in their home stadium?
1: Well, Doc, for the second consecutive year in a row, you only have one team that's traveling to the Super Bowl spot,
0: and that being
1: the Los Angeles Rams this year. I mean, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals this year. So it, there is a sense of familiarity. I'm not sure which locker room they get to use. I mean, because it's supposed to be a neutral neutral site. So maybe they have to go in the visitors' locker room. That's probably the only difference that the Rams have to put up with. So um, as far as the practice, as far as the preparation, You do everything similar to what you've been doing, which has been working, which puts you in this position to be playing in the postseason, be playing in the Super Bowl. I feel like that's the only thing that changes for us. I mean, as far as the uniforms are concerned, I mean, we have wore every combination this year, so it really shouldn't matter. And uh, once that whistle blows, but um, just being in a different locker room, man, that may be the only thing that's that's different for the Rams come Sunday.
0: And I think the Rams are going to wear that dirty white. I mean, bone white. They call it bone white. I call it that dirty white. It looked dirty to me like it ain't always clean. But it look like that's what they're going to wear, man. But I can't imagine them, bro, putting them in a different locker room, man. Don't be that petty, bro. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I, I wouldn't – what? Like, why are you second? for real, bro? I mean, I just can't imagine yeah. being that damn petty,
1: man. Dog, it's, it's it's the gamesmanship, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So so the Bengals are the home team. They get the, they get the choice of – if you're going to use the home team locker, which is obviously plush. I've been in that locker room, doc. I mean, it is plush. So they can, they get, they get the use of the hot tubs, (laughs) the cold tubs and all that type of stuff. And uh, you probably get the, you know, the second tier what's going on in the visitor's locker room. So absolutely. If I'm, if I'm Zach, I'm saying, listen, yeah, I'm going to take this home team, you know, locker room and let my let my guys stretch out a little bit more and have more room in their (laughs) locker room. So, absolutely that that may throw who knows that may throw McVay off that may throw the entire Los Angeles Rams off for a second and you try to find any edge you can going into a game like this Doc.
0: and that's a nice little storyline too man Zach Taylor was an assistant coach under Sean McVay yeah. for a couple of years got the Bengals job man he was sorry as hell the first year two and 14 and one but now he in the Super Bowl with Sean McVay his coach I mean they young too bro I think one of them 36 the other 38 yeah. you know what I'm saying they some young dudes but facing off in this Super Bowl, man. And I ain't up off the Rams yet, bro, because I mean, we talked about how good the Bengals are. Hey, bro, they got to deal with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has put up out an outstanding year on paper, bro. He won in receptions, receiving touchdowns, receiving yards. They call it the Triple Crown. And he's triple still crown. been dominated since he got in the postseason. So, as much as we talk about how good the Bengals are since they got here, bro, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., we can talk about that. Running game, then Andrew Whitworth, brother, longtime Bengal, played for the Bengals for years, was sorry as hell. Plays for the Rams now. Now he's in the Super Bowl, playing against his team. Now we kind of spoke about that. You've been in that situation before. I, what you think? I'm pretty sure Whitworth is glad to be going to the Super Bowl, but like you, I think you talked about probably feeling a certain kind of way. He got to p- uh, play against his ex-teammates. Uh,
1: well, you do. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of emotions that he, he has to deal with, particularly when, you know, probably when he catches himself sitting on the bench and looks across from him and see his old colors, man, that he used to wear for so long and then realize that he's playing against those guys. So I'm sure he can be a professional and go out there and dominate the way he wants to dominate and, and get himself a ring. But here's the thing, Doc, like you mentioned, there's a lot of intrigue in football on the perimeter in this, in this game. You yes. mentioned a Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup has 21 catches in this postseason. The guy he's going up against, Mike Hilton, has only given up three catches this oh, entire wow. postseason. Okay. So that's going to be dog on dog right there. And you're talking about, as you push it out a little bit more, you're talking about the the, the opportunity to see Jalen Ramsey matching up versus, versus Jamar Chase, man. Yo, I, it's a dream scenario for me, man. I mean, just being able to watch these two groups go at each other and see who's going to win. Obviously, I'm a homer. But when it comes to wide receiver versus defensive back play, listen, I'm always for the wide receiver no matter what. But I feel like that's going to be two matchups in the game, a couple of matchups in the game that's going to be worth the price of admission.
0: I just, I mean, if, if I'm a Ram, man, I just, you know, if I'm in that Rams locker room, I just, Jalen, I want Jalen to really be locked in because sometimes he could be too to goddamn cool for school out there, man. And Catch, catch on him, turn him around. You know, but it's gonna happen as a cornerback. You ain't gonna stop yep. everybody from catching the rock. But Jamar Chase, I, I I heard you give him some high praise, man, because you say he pretty much has yeah. it all. So that's gonna be a nice little matchup. And Ike B, also, bro, you you, I mean, you compared Joe Burrow to an all time Hall of Fame great quarterback, Ike B, Ike B. You made a strong statement. I, I ain't gonna repeat it, bro. But I'm gonna let you say. You compared Joe Burrow, bro, to an all time great quarterback. What, what what made you do that? Because you know who I'm talking about.
1: Well, I mentioned he—he he reminds me of Joe Montana yes, between the ears, Doc. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, okay I got and you. I, and and uh, I'm just talking about his, his cool approach. His, yes. uh, you know, never get upset, be even kill. Uh, you can be. You don't know if he's up 21 or down 21. He just comes out to play. Uh, he's taking some shots. I remember Joe Montana taking a lot of shots in postseason games growing up watching him, and then you know, turn around, see Joe Burrow kind of go through the same thing, man. You know, we keep bringing up these nine sacks versus the Tennessee Titans and he still won the game doc. That's, that's, that's a lot. He never turned the football over in that game. He never got strip sack, you know, in that, in that game. So just that mentality, I see a lot of Joe Montana uh, qualities in him. Uh, Joe, Joe Montana didn't have the strongest arm. I don't think uh, Joe Burrow is considered to have the strongest arm in the league, but, they are winners, so I see that same approach, man. And I can see you know in the future here, Joe Burrow developing into that Joe Montana type guy.
0: Well, your word means a lot, man. You definitely got credibility, man. So you say it, man. I believe, I stamp you with you know what I'm saying. I appreciate the clarification, man. And but and also talking about that though, bro, uh, I think this gonna come down to you know, they just got to take care of the ball. Cincinnati defense yeah. have gotten seven turnovers in three postseason games, and you know, turnovers are special teams. That could turn a game, man, especially when both teams are kind of equally talented because the Bengals got some talented players. We know the Rams got some talented players, so I'm just looking forward to that matchup, man. But, you know, Bengals, y'all want to throw it. Joey B, you want to chunk, go back there and throw it. All I can tell you is good luck because you have a guy with the Rams. Von Miller, you good. But Aaron Donald, that's what he wants you to do now. Just remember, Joey B, Aaron Donald wants him to go back there and throw that thing 35, 40 times, man, because that's 40 opportunities he get it to go and get at him because Aaron Donald, Donald never stops coming, bro, whether they got him triple teamed, it doesn't matter, bro. Well,
1: yeah, absolutely, Doc. I mean, just the heart and soul of our entire team. I mean, uh, we mentioned on other shows that, um, you know, Sean McVay, uh, Raheem Morris, you know, they don't have to address the team during this entire postseason the Jalen Ramseys the Aaron Donalds are going to be the guy to address the team to make sure everyone knows just the importance how important this game is and 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 what I've seen with the Los Angeles Rams man just being you know since leaving St. Louis and going back in LA you haven't heard any offseason problems from any of these guys with the with the greater the temptations are that are in LA you haven't heard anything particularly from our superstars so I think that's you know, to the credit of the Aaron Donalds, Aaron Donalds just taking over and being credited with being the leader of this, this guy. And I think he finished it off, man. I think he ends up this game, Super Bowl MVP and adds another layer to his greatness.
0: I love that, man, because I, I wouldn't doubt it as well, man. Cause I love to see when defenders, defensive players put up great performances and get rewarded for it because you know, he, yeah. he's definitely going to be a damn problem, man. Because even when he doesn't get sex, where he presses the quarterback and he alters passes, man, that don't show up in the box score, but we seeing it like, oh, he let that thing go because ninety nine was on that head, man. Oh, yeah. Well, he did this because ninety nine was on that head. But looking forward to this great Super Bowl fifty six matchup, man. You know, two weeks in between games when you were playing, bro, y'all didn't get a week. Y'all just had to win and go play. The, you know, what I'm saying next week. So That's right. having a week to get pre- to uh, having an extra week to prepare that means a lot, Ike B, because that was a quick turnaround when y'all was doing it, man. And y'all won the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah.
1: You know, I, I, I'm not really even sure which I prefer. I would love to get that, that extra bye week. But when you, you know, win that NFC championship game and you're right into the, you know, the city you're going to play, we went right to New Orleans the very next day. We went right to Atlanta the very next day. And you start preparing for your opponent. So I, I'm, I'm not really sure which one I would prefer. But if I had to choose, I'd take that week in between. Really just get settled to exhale just a little bit and start to prepare. Guys can, can heal up a little bit more. So some of those guys that are kind of on the fringe, or if they're gonna play or not gonna play, you know, they can make a bit better decision taking that extra week off. So hopefully that helps guys like Tyler Higby, and he's back on the field. We may see see Joseph Day uh, play this game, so ran, that may help so. us without you know without without uh, resting when when need
0: be. Now being on that big stage, bro, you was on that big stage, man. Just going into it, man, and kickoff, man, it's a Super Bowl, bro. I mean, does any any extra nervousness hit you or you just cuz you was always pretty cool, but I mean, I, on the inside you had to be like, man, this is the Super Bowl, bro. You know what I'm saying? This is what I've been planning for. The whole world is watching. Any extra nervousness hit you or can you did you notice any of your teammates any extra pressure that they put on themselves?
1: Well, I I'd say not nervousness, but the anxiety of it. You know what I'm saying? You are like they 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 make you hurry up and wait for every every scenario for the introductions they say come on out of the locker room come on out," and then you're standing in the tunnel for about 15 minutes doc so yeah. there's some anxiety there halftime you go in at halftime and, and listen god forbid you're not down by three points you go into <laughs> that 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 halftime you're sitting you get corrected here's what we're gonna do and then you have to wait because there's a halftime show doc. it's like an yeah. hour long
0: whole concert <laughs>
1: so some guys yeah, some guys take the approach of, okay, I'm going to restart, press the restart button. I'll take a shower. I'll get redressed, uh, get retaped and everything just to go out and just like it's the beginning of the game again because you don't want to just sit there with all your pads on and, and you get dry, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to warm yourself back up and all that type stuff. So just the anxiety of sitting and waiting at times, man. And, and, and you know, just give it up to the NFL. It's, it's part of the entertainment, having that halftime show. And I heard it's going to be a, a lot of famous – Artist from Los Angeles that's doing a halftime show. So it could be longer than usual, dog. It could be an hour and a half. So these guys have better plan for that part of the game as well.
0: And and you made a great point because the Super Bowl, listening to you, is basically two games. You play the first game, the first half, take a big long break, and let's get ready for the second game, which is the second half because. You're right, man, because those, you know, you just be waiting. But I ain't never been in no Super Bowl, but you've been there, man. Oh, 73 yards you right. Yeah, game-winning touchdown, that's yeah. right. My guy. Yeah, super to yeah. you. But anyway, bro, we're looking forward to this Super Bowl matchup. Go ahead, IB. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. I got one thing, man. Yeah. Listen, I know you don't normally like talking about kickers,
1: but we got to mention the kickers in this game, man. We, yeah. got, we got our own kicker, Mr. Gay, yeah. and we have uh, our opposing kicker, uh, yeah, McPherson. McPherson. Oh, this yeah. is our this is this is this is our objective, show, so we can't really <laughs> yeah. say hours in it. But yeah. the two kickers, man, they've made some very significant kicks in this postseason all year long. Mr. Gay, he ended up going to Pro Bowl. I don't know if uh, McPherson went to the Pro Bowl to represent the AFC area AFC, but they've been very significant in this postseason. They've 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 had some walk offs. So, um, yeah, I, I know you don't like giving them their respect. I guess at least for this game, you can call them football players.
0: No, bro, I would never call them football <laughs> players, bro. And but I'm glad you said that because I meant to give them some props earlier, but I started talking when I inadvertently gave Kevin Demoff a promotion. It, it it's it's they skipped my mind. So yes, Matt Gay, you you you've you've done what you're supposed to do. Kick the damn ball. Evan McPherson. Now I gotta give you a lot more credit because you're a rookie. And you have hit some big kicks. But at the end of the day, y'all asses are not football players now. Y'all specialists on a football team. You all are needed. But I, I, I don't, I, I disagree. You're not, look, bro. They get props for doing their job. You're supposed to kick, like me. You don't, just say, you, say, say they get three or four chances to kick a game. Why the hell am I supposed to celebrate you doing, coming in for three or four plays, doing what you're supposed to do? when i'm, I'm swollen I'm I'm, I'm I'm broken up how you doing is coming in to kick man so kick it kick it don't celebrate get your ass off the field let us celebrate you don't you celebrate yourself bro
1: okay i can take that i, I mean i've always said listen I, I i consider kickers uh as being football players man we we need them for the touchbacks we need them to push the field we need them to flip the field for the punters and we need them to hit the game winners I mean, they 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 practice. There's emotion involved in it. There's nervousness involved in it. There's anxieties involved in what they do, just like everyone else on the field. So for them to be, you know, specialists and as professional as they are, and they can go in and seal a game with a 52-plus-yard kick or whatever it is, hey, man, we got to salute them guys, man.
0: I salute them. I just don't call them football players. I'm like, good job. Get your ass off the field. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm sitting here, I'm trying to run through three and four dudes. you just kicking, man. we keep keeping you. So, good job. But anyway, bro, talking about football players, whether they're football players or not, hey, we do have football players that actually play in the game and don't really play football, bro. Now, we're going to hit on it real quick. The Pro Bowl, I right, man. But, bro, <laughs> I, I'm going to act like somebody asked, asked me, Doc, did you watch the Pro Bowl? Hell no. Doc, what you think about the Pro Bowl? Man, look, bro. It's good to see them dudes out there in one place. But, bro, it's just a bunch of – it's like hot ball. Like, when you throw the ball up, don't hit me now, which I don't blame them. So, Ike B, I mean, is it really worth still playing the Pro Bowl, bro? I think it is, Doc. It's great to get
1: recognized not only by the coaches but your peers. And and guys want to determine you being a starter in the Pro Bowl. Those, Those things are special. It's still special. I think it's mostly for the fans, and I, I really get it. Um, you know, if you can kind of up the ante on the skills part of it, showcase the skills of the players um, a little bit more, I, I think that would be better because, you know, let's be real. You get guys who, who are chosen to play in this game. Doc, their contract may be up. Uh, they may be in line for a new deal. It's a collision sport, and let's let's, let's be real about that. So you don't want to go out there and, and, uh you know, possibly injure by just playing and just playing around. Football is a game that you cannot play less than 100%. And these guys know that, man, and they can respect the game at the same time. As far as the physical game itself, I don't know how you make it better, Doc. I mean, what more can you do? Because you're really telling these guys to go out there and compete for what, $50,000? When, when they have for the 50 winner, million bro. on the line. So yeah. it's tough to do it. <laughs> 80,000 for the winner, but listen, I got a $50 million contract. Yes. I'm not putting myself on the line to be injured, I mean, it's just smart. It's just smart business, man. And, you know, the great Michael Jackson once said, hey, I just did great business, you know? So <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not going out and just and, and risking injury for $80,000. Just, you know, really, you know, for the excitement part of it. I'm not doing it.
0: It's not hey, happening. $80,000 for the winners, $40,000 yeah. for the losers, which to them dudes is gambling money or food money, or they just going to give it to, to, to their cousin. Here you go, baby. You know what I'm saying? Your, your wife or something. Because you're right. Them dudes making that kind of money. And as far as the TV deal is concerned, the NFL still making a lot of money now. they just giving them cast Absolutely. a small percentage. They're not paying them dudes what they're worth. So when you played in the mm-hmm. Pro Bowl, man, what's, I mean, I know you was out there because you like to be serious, but I'm pretty sure yeah. dudes was out there like, hold on, bro. Hey, calm your ass down now, my guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <You're> too close. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: yeah, i tell you what, you know, you don't have that many players that are on the team. And sometimes you have to put, guys in different positions that they aren't used to playing. For me, I was the punt returner. Listen, I up until when the ball was actually kicked to me, my mindset was to take it to the house. But when I saw that ball coming and I looked and seen Junior Saleh running down on me, no, I was fair catching everything, man. I had plenty of room to get get up the field, but no, I didn't want to risk it. Man. So I didn't want to I didn't want to disrespect Junior Saleh by catching this ball and thinking I was going to run run past him. That wasn't happening.
0: Because what would have happened? You would have caught it. He was like, look, bro, I, I could have <laughs> blew your face up. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't yeah. do that. But you're going to try to clown me and take one to the house on mm-hmm. So So, yeah, that's, that, that's the proper way to show respect. No. Show him respect before we get out of here, man. Great. What I love to see, bro, two, two brothers, Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, amazing wide receiver with the Buffalo Bills. Trayvon Diggs, rookie man with the Dallas Cowboys, 11 picks in one season, which is crazy. Yeah. But, bro, two brothers in the game playing against each other. And I, I, at one point they switched positions. And what I like about the pro bowl is damn back, y'all back football. Like, okay, bro. Trayvon, you a DB, you come play receiving. I'm a guard, you know what I'm saying? So, But right. anyway, them being in that position, man, and knowing their story, man, uh, uh their mom was a single mom. It was three of them. And I think Stefan may be the oldest, but it's because their dad, Aaron Diggs, died of heart, congestive heart failure when he was 39. So, you know, just to see them there, man, yeah, bro, that's tough because that's so young, man. So to see them there together, acknowledging their father and acknowledging their mother, man, but being perfect example of a, a, a king and a queen, I mean, to me, man, that, that was just heart-touching, bro, to see them out there like that, man, and knowing, going through, because I lost a parent when I was, my mom, when I was 11, so I know how tough it is, and you lost a parent as well. So, But just both of your parents, so just seeing them out there, man, I mean, just salute to them brothers, bro.
1: Absolutely, Doc. For those two guys to really push through that, you know, that hurt, that grief uh, and, and and shock, you know, you never expect that part of life, but it is a part of life. But, you know, for these guys to continue on, uh, uh, Stefan going to Maryland and mm-hmm. starting at Maryland, uh, the, the, the defensive back, Trayvon going to Alabama as a wide receiver and then t- being flipped to yeah. a cornerback. I just like the perseverance that they show. It's a great story. I mean, if we're putting a lot of other things on uh, on uh, television or making movies out of them, I think this, this is a story that should be publicized, you know, similar to that. But um, just to see these guys, I can't wait till it's live bullets when they're actually on the field with each other, Doc. We're gonna see what they've been going through for years. You know, you talk about two boys growing up in the house. I got six brothers, Doc, and, and I know, what you got to go through as far as older <laughs> brothers and and i know what my younger brother had to go through with me you know it's always a wrestling match it's yeah. always you know dusty rose coming up the top out the top rope you know i'm trying to see can with this work with the figure <laughs> four really work you know i had to put yeah. it on me but you know i can't wait to see these guys live bullets out, or in, in rich stadium or at, at jerry world go against
0: each other Man, i can't wait to see that Salute that man. I can't wait to see you know all of this, and I can't wait to see the Super Bowl. But anyway, bro, anything you want to last words you want to say, man, before we wrap up this edition of the run pass option RPO. Oh man. Hey,
1: it's it's fun being back on the RPO, man. I mean, we can we can talk about anything. We can talk about, you know, brother versus brother. We can talk about Super Bowl 56. We can also talk about Yama Rant. Yeah. We can talk about Yama Rant. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy and glad to be back on this, uh, on this podcast, man, and, and getting it pushed by those who are pushing us.
0: Yes, sir. And, hey, talking about Ja Morant real quick, man. I, hey, bro, you, as tough as that little dude, dude's skinny as hell, man. If if he played football, because I watched the one game, he was like, I can fight. I can fight. And I'm watching, I'm like, okay, Ja, you cold. But normally, I grew up in the hood. Normally, when dudes say they can fight, they ain't really never fought before. But some for some reason, I believe the dude, because he's tough. He's from South Carolina. But. If you had to put John Morant on a football team, now he's slender as hell, but that's a tough-ass dude, bro. What position would you – I'll put him in a slot. You know, but, but where would you put him, bro? Oh, he'd be an
1: outside perimeter guy, man, uh, at, at the wide receiver position. I think he's uh, athletic enough. And not only that, I think he play. He actually plays defense in the NBA. He's a defender. So I can put him on the corner. He'd be a tall corner. You know, in the makeup of uh, you know, these tall corners that are that are playing these days, the Mel Blounts. Mel Blount was a tall corner. You know what I'm saying? Uh, old old days, uh, 30, 37. Um, what's my guy? They're slipping me right now for the Raiders. Uh, uh with Mike the Haynes. long arms, played for all, this, all the all the stick. Mike Haynes is too. Yeah, but he played on the other side. Oh, Lester with... Hayes. Lester, Lester Hayes. Hayes. <laughs> exactly. Lester so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he could be a Lester Hayes on the corner, man. I'd love to see it, man. But. I'll reserve for future shows my fish out of water comments about John Morant right now. So, I mean, I just think he's a phenomenal basketball player right now, man. He's doing it. And salute to him for making the NBA All-Star, man, for the first time, man. Congratulations for that.
0: Yes, sir. Salute to him, Ben. One more man. I got and Desmond yeah. Bain, little thick ass dude, man. Little thick ass dude play tailback. Man, look, look dude. That's you. Hey,
1: dude.
0: you uh-huh.
1: know you used to have that old sneaky jump shot. That's you all day. Guys. And what That's what I'm saying. Right I couldn't, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I, couldn't,
0: I couldn't dribble drive though. I just was gonna shoot the jump shot. I couldn't because I was like, you used to D me up. I was like, man, why the hell are you always here? You're like, bro, I'm quicker than you. I know you just want to come off the screen and catch the jump That's shot. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Desmond Bang, we put you at receipt. Uh, we put you at the strong safety or running back because your ass is tough as running hell. Back. Man. Yeah. But anyway, bro, you know, hey, man, appreciate you, man. That's gonna do it for this edition. Of the ROM pass option with pro football hall of famer Isaac Bruce to do with the golden jacket and doc holiday until next time. We have